Hello everyone, welcome to Media Haven, episode 1 of season 1, with your host Saint. Today's episode is going to be first ever episode of this podcast, so I'd like to thank you all for joining me today. It's going to be a very light episode this time around, it might change in the future. And today's episode, I just want to talk about The Last of Us 2. So The Last of Us 2 is a game I played very recently, I played it on my PlayStation 5. I have also played The Last of Us 1, so I am familiar with the world and the characters. And I want to talk about how the game functioned regarding the way it's told this narrative, as well as how the game functioned regarding its decision making. I'd like to warn that this episode contains spoilers. If you have not played the game, I would advise playing the game first, then coming back and listening to this. Once again, spoilers ahead. Listen at your own discretion. The main characters of this game, Ellie from the first game, when we saw her, she was a companion of Joel and Abby, who serves as the pro- the antagonist to Ellie in her storyline. Now, the last of us do with a revenge story in which Ellie hunts down Abby. And in this process, we uncover changes in Ellie's character, as well as an understanding of why Ellie has now become this person that she has become in the hunt for Abby. From Abby's perspective, we see the reason as to why Abby made a decision she made in killing Joel, as well as why she would be vindictive towards Joel's party. Now, I, for one, was not very fond of The Last of Us 2 after hearing the way how the story was structured, and so I was very hesitant to play the game, but after a conversation with one of my friends who had played the game and liked it, I said, you know, it might be worth giving it a try, and maybe things would come around, and I definitely did come around. I thought that the game that I played was much different than what I heard from the backlash. And I felt that it was indeed a story worth telling. It's mainly the structure of the story that kind of drives that wedge between the community that likes the game and the game itself. Now, The Last of Us 2 starts you off playing as Ellie a couple years after the events of The Last of Us 1, in which Joel saves Ellie from the hospital and now they are living in the city of Jackson in Washington, I believe. I don't particularly remember the state. We see that there is we see that there is now a change to Ellie and Joel's relationship and not for the better. Because Ellie, after finding out that Joel took away the option for her to be the cure for humanity, even at the cost of her life, feels that Joel betrayed their relationship, betrayed their 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 bond so ellie now older i believe she's 19 in this game now ellie much older i believe she's 19 in this game has a sort of now ellie much older i believe she's 19 in this game still now with ellie having this wedge between her and joel uh we see that now, with Joel being a father figure to Ellie for the years that we saw within between games one and two, we see that Ellie is deeply hurt by the decision that Joel makes. And Joel, while understanding that what he did was not necessarily the right thing for Ellie, would still stand by his decision and he does not regret it. But he does try to make amends with Ellie. And once we play the game and uncover more of the change in the relationship throughout the years before Joel's death, we do see that Ellie while still upset at the decision that Joel made for her, still cares for him, still loves him deeply, and she would still like to 
rekindle their relationship. And we get this story told to us through various cutscenes in Ellie's life. And so Ellie not being able to rekindle that relationship before Joel's death comes as a great regret to her. Primarily because she sits here and she understands that while Joel made a decision that was selfish, he made a decision that he thought would have been best for her. And while he understands that the decision was selfish, Joel does try his best to look out for Ellie, which is why Ellie feels obligated to go on this re revenge trip against Abby. Now I move to Abby's side of the story. Abby harbors hate towards Joel because Joel killed her father and her father was the doctor that was supposed to be operating on Ellie for the cure. Several years have gone by and so when Abby came across Joel, she knew what she had to do. She promised her father revenge and she would sit here and hunt down Joel for the rest of her days and when she, when she got him, she in fact did kill him. Now, Ellie was present at the scene and saw what happened with Joel. And so she made a promise to Joel's brother, Tommy, saying that I would hunt down Abby and we would get revenge on the behalf of Joel, which is what sets off this two-part story. Now, now this is the problem that I have with this revenge story. Players of the game are already more familiar with Ellie. So it's easier for players to choose to side with Ellie rather than to side with Abby. I, for one, did not pick a side in this matter. I understood both perspectives and I understood that while both characters had a valid reason for why they wanted revenge, it was not necessarily the right thing for either player to pursue. However, it was necessary for them to pursue it in order to grow and change as people. Now, the problem I have with The Last of Us 2's format of telling the story is that when it throws us into Ellie's shoes first, we are already bonded with this character from the previous game. So throughout the story, we're already rooting for Ellie because Ellie's a protagonist in which we know. Abby's side of the story comes off very second-handed, primarily because it comes up after she has killed Joel, who's quite frankly a fan favorite character. Now, I personally believe if the game had been given to us with Abby's side of the story first, it would have made for a much different game. Quite frankly, I think it would have made for Abby's character to become off more likable as well because Abby's side of the story would have been given to us in which we don't know the reason for her actions would have seen Abby go through the process that she goes through and then it would come to us through the same cutscenes that they were given to us in the first game. I think if Abby's story was given to us first and that her cutscene that revealed her backstory were given to us in the same manner or potentially even shuffled around a bit, we would have been able to attach ourselves to Abby first and then be able to side with her reasoning for wanting revenge on Joel. Also think that if Ellie's story was given to us second and showed the shift in Ellie and Joel's relationship, and how they were on the path of trying to rekindle that relationship and then Abby took that opportunity away from her, it would also make for a great understanding of why Ellie in fact made the decision that she made despite knowing that Joel may not necessarily agree with them. All in all, I think The Last of Us 2 was a very well done game. I think it is still worth the play despite the various critiques that surround the game. It's an experience that you have to experience for yourself and you really shouldn't let it be hindered by various people having their own biases towards the game. Because as I said, for one, I was a bit biased towards the game as well, but I came around to it once I realized that, you know, I have to experience this for myself. I'd like to thank you all for joining me today on Media Haven episode one, and I hope to see you all again soon. Goodbye.